Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everyone, to Beyond Surviving, the safe space for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to receive support, resources, and share their stories. Beyond Surviving is about freedom, healing, connection, and even laughter and fun. Most importantly, it's about letting go of the pain of abuse and finally moving on. I'm Rachel Grant, and I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007, and I'm the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at rachelgrantcoaching.com. Hey there, Rachel here. I want to talk to you today about distress. Okay, so when we experience trauma, one of the things that of course happens is our body goes into a state of distress. And depending on the circumstance and the situation, we might have in that moment gone into a free state or a flight state or a fight state. Now, what happens over time is that our relationship to feeling distress may become skewed. We may have a really low tolerance for distress. And so as soon as something is kind of uncomfortable, we begin to go right back into that kind of reactivity activation. And that sets off a whole trickle down effect, um, you know, of experiences within the body. The amygdala starts to fire, the prefrontal cortex starts to shut down, the hippocampus goes offline. We've talked about that in some of my previous videos. So if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about, I recommend you go back and check out some of the earlier videos, particularly the five key parts of the brain that are impacted by trauma. Okay, so what we're going to be doing today is a little exercise to help you begin exploring your levels of distress. So um, drawing on some work done here from our trauma toolkit um, workbook, this is such a great, fabulous workbook for us to be using and referring to. 
The thing to think about is that you're, we're going to do a little exercise called the distress thermometer. And our goal here isn't necessarily to take us into deep levels of distress or to try to really re-experience these moments that have caused distress. That's not what we're up to today, folks. Okay, so don't go there. Don't panic. What we're really trying to look at is how can we start to build some self-awareness around this spectrum that actually does exist of distress so that we stop kind of labeling every single thing as super bad, super problematic, super distressing, but we have a little more nuance and awareness about what we're actually feeling. Okay. And this is also important because as we start to understand the levels of distress, there are levels that are going to tip us over into states of overwhelm. And then that's going to be your boiling point or your freezing point. And we're going to talk about that in our next video. Okay. So um, what really is important to understand is that we really want to improve the self-awareness around experiences of distress, even at very subtle levels. So when there's low level distress, can I even, when there's just a low level of distress, pay attention and notice, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's happening in my body? Okay. And then of course, how can I take care of myself? How can I work with that distress? And we'll get again to that in next videos. Okay. So um, let me just kind of show you here this distress thermometer, okay? So the way that this works is um, that we want to go and look at it through the lens of total relaxation all the way up to worst distress, all right? So again, that zero stands for total relaxation. Now, here's a fun thing that those of us who have experienced trauma get to work with. Sometimes total relaxation is distressing. Oh my gosh, because we are so used to things being chaotic or difficult or challenging that when we get to states of actual peace, calm, relaxation, the system is like, what the hell is going on here? I do not understand this state of being that you are in. There must be still a problem. And so that can even still feel a little uncomfortable. So just know that if that's going on for you a little bit as we work through this exercise, that's really okay, it's normal, but we do wanna to try to think about total relaxation as the level where we feel the least amount of distress, okay? So what we're gonna do is think about situations or people or places or memories that we can categorize as distressing. So we can start to really notice, oh, this type of experience actually categorizes as or counts as worst distress. And here's something that counts as no distress, total relaxation. Here's something kind of in the middle. So that's where we're going to start. And again, we're not really measuring what feels good or bad. Those aren't the right ways to kind of think about this. What we're really looking at is distressing versus relaxing. Okay. Now, before we get into this, you can actually use this thermometer to measure sorts of all sorts of things like anger, sadness, fear, anxiety. But for our work today, we're just going to use this general term of distress. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about an experience that you would rate at the hundred, the worst distress. Okay. So this is a stressor, this is an experience, this is a situation, this is a place, this is a person. 
all right? Now, you can certainly work with your trauma experiences, but you don't have to. Maybe you can also think about, oh my gosh, that time when I had to go up in front of the entire class and present on something that was so distressing, that felt so, so scary and so, so, you know, uncomfortable, okay? Notice I didn't say bad, <laughs> uncomfortable, distressing, okay? So I want you to just take a minute here. Don't overthink this. Just try to li listen and tune into your body. Sit with the question, a situation, an experience, in which I felt the highest level of distress was. Notice that there is a blank here that is like a little short blank because you're not trying to write the whole narrative here, honeys, okay? We're not trying to do the whole story. We're not trying to go into every little detail of this experience. You want to just list kind of the very bare bone kind of representation, representation of that. So being sexually traumatized presenting in a class, being fired from my job. Okay, we're just doing one sentence that represents that. Okay, so take another 30 seconds here. Just connecting in. Okay. Now, I want you to take a moment to see if you can identify a situation, an experience, a place where you, you have that sensation of total relaxation, no distress. So mine is often laying in the backyard and staring up the, at the sky. I reach these places of just total relaxation, no distress in my system. I'm just completely chill and at ease. Again, we're just writing a sentence here. So places of total relaxation. It could be when you're in the bathtub. It could be when you're going for a walk through nature. It could be when you're sitting on the couch with somebody that you love. So again, excuse me, situations, places, people. Okay. So what's really helpful here is now we have kind of the low end, no distress, relaxation, and we have the high end, distress, all right? So now we wanna think about where's the middle of the road, right? We're gonna fill in the middle now. So let me think about a place where it's like, it's not distressing, it's also not relaxing, it's kind of in this middle realm, okay? So, you can think about, again, situations, places, experiences, where it's in that kind of 50 range. It's a little bit neutral. Thinking for myself, an experience that's like somewhere in the middle between some distress and some relaxation um, might be doing some of these videos. <laughs> right? Like I have a lot of experience with them now, so they're not highly distressing, but there's always a little bit of just like, okay, how's this going to go? And, you know, like I got to get my thoughts together and all of that, right? So there's like a, a kind of like a, just a mid-range, little bit of distress, but it's not overwhelming. There's just a little bit more 
than being totally relaxed. Okay. Now your bonus challenge is to start, you see here, there's all these increments, okay? 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, 90. Okay, so now your job is to think about, wow, can I really break this down into these even like more micro levels? Like this is total relaxation. Oh, here's what, it, what an experience is where I feel like very strong relaxation, but not totally. And then here's strong relaxation, moderate relaxation, mild, mild distress, moderate, strong, severe. Okay, so the benefit of this is again, we wanna to start to understand that we have a full range of experience of distress so that we can get a little bit out of this either or experience. Like I'm either chill and relaxed and having a good time or I'm freaking the fuck out and like everything's crazy and horrible and I'm going into freeze and I'm going into dissociation. That way, when we're out in our world, and we're having an experience and we start to feel some distress, we can actually have some self-awareness about that. We can start to even use this thermometer if we want, be like, okay, where am I on the thermometer? Like, oh, actually I'm just at like mild distress. So I don't need to panic, right? I don't need to blow this out of proportion. I just need to work with that mild distress that's on the scene, feel that, be with that, okay? All right. One of my one of my ideas with this is like, like you can even start to use the examples like is this a sexual trauma worst distress moment right is what i'm actually going through in this moment the same and equal to that distress right if i have kind of a, a mild distress or maybe it's like i'm having a disagreement with my partner right I can start to say, okay, this is just this, this distress is kind of like what it feels like when I'm having a mild disagreement with my partner. So I must be in that range of like mild distress. So now I know how to work with that, feel that, be with that. Okay. So continue working with this uh, thermometer and filling in all your little details, getting a little bit more aware and connected. And again, in future videos, we'll start to really work with like what happens when we start to go into those high levels of distress and we hit those boiling or freeze points and what to do. But for now, it's just about getting connected to this spectrum of experience and a little bit out of your either it's all bad or all good, or all distressed, all relaxed, right? We have a whole range of experience that we can have, okay? Hope this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments, let me know. And as always, if there's anything I can do to be a support to you, I'm here for you. Reach out. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm velour xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.